picture perfect you don't need no filter hello and welcome to put a cork in it hosted by yours truly monica toby who has zero credibility in the podcast world but is trying to make it big this podcast was created for unfiltered conversation which always leads to cringy comments sound advice and obviously a lot of laughter so come along for the ride and listen to a podcast that will leave you in a better mood than when you started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Put a Cork in It. This is Monica and... This is everyone's favorite co-host, Ustin. Correct. Um, we are back hitting you with, I don't know, the Valentine's vibes. It's officially February. Some people are crying. Some people are you know, screaming with joy. I don't know. Wherever you find yourself, know that you're not alone. Personally, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great time of just celebrating love. I don't think you have to be dating someone, but Austin, how are you feeling? You're dating someone. Are you excited? Are you dreading it? Not dreading it. Uh, Carly and I aren't big Valentine's Day of people we'll probably just go out to dinner, not even on Valentine's Day, just like that week sometime. It'll be very chill, very relaxed. Naturally. I mean, guys, they don't do anything mainstream. That's just not it at all. Just not a Hallmark holiday person. Yeah, I mean, it's stressful. Whatever, I'm not gonna get into all the nitty gritty, but anyway, however you're feeling, welcome. Very excited to be back this week to kick off the month. Um, so I was really brainstorming about what we could talk about. And I think I've been wanting to talk about this for a while because we've kind of talked about it on and off, like sharing stories and things in other podcasts. But I decided we need a whole podcast devoted to this topic, which is bad first dates and um, also just bad breakups as well. And maybe that's preparing everyone for what could happen um, this February season. That's kind of um, negative, but <laughs> I'm just trying to be helpful, you know. So anyway, with that intro to the topic, I also want to introduce the guest we have today. His name is Matt, and no, this is not Matt the Bachelor, unfortunately. But he is a bachelor and I decided to bring him on because in our conversations here in Raleigh, North Carolina, we have discovered that Matt has a lot of funny experiences to share with females. So I thought I have a lot of funny experiences with males. So why not just bring it together for a convo? So Matt, how are you doing tonight? I'm, I'm very good. I just learned the name of your podcast. So I'm like pumped because now I really feel like I'm, I'm part of the team and everything. So I'm, I'm super excited. You will do forever you. be a member of the Put a Cork in It family. <laughs> that is so, that is so great. It's nice to belong somewhere. I do get, I do want to say, I do get confused for uh, Matt the Bachelor um, quite often, believe it or not. We're both, you know, we look a lot alike and everything. Yeah. So you can see how people come to that conclusion, I'm sure. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I did have to yeah. tell Austin, like, they look right. exactly the same, mm -hmm. but don't, don't get it confused. That offends right. me, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, so to get right into it, again, let's, let's just say, let's put it out there. Matt and I are going to be doing a lot of the sharing, I'm guessing. Austin, I know you have 
a past obviously with bad relationships dates whatever nice but, Austin. <laughs> yeah austin's basically perfect so let it be known that austin's going to be the voice of reason probably like matt and i probably need to learn a lot from austin I, yeah, I, mean, I will definitely be unreasonable if you can count on that so I, I definitely am glad austin to be a voice of reason yeah like this guy <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's kind of lay out kind of like a definition format of what are the key variables that make a first date go poorly it can be very specific things it can be very general obvious things um i'm trying to think of one to start off with i i think one for me would be uh poor planning when you get into the car and the other person has asked you on a date and you're like okay hey whatever and they're like so what do you want to do and you're like oh so this is one of those like not really starting off well you know you've got to have that figured out beforehand After. i've never once asked somebody to go on a date and when i get there ask them like what they want me to take them to do that'd be that'd be terrible I've, I've never even imagined this as a possibility it's never crossed my mind like hey i'm gonna go get this girl and then hopefully she's got an idea i would just that would really just show her that like she's really the lucky one on this date like she gets to spend her time with me it's like congrats to her you know what i mean it's like she yeah. better have a lot of ideas she better have flowers for me she better have like some <laughs> other kind of gift because really, she's the one winning here. She better be picking you up, man. Yeah, yeah. At that point, she might as well pick me up. If if I don't have a plan or any kind of idea of like what I want to do, she she might as well just come pick me up. Wow, Austin, give me your vibes on that. I could see that in <laughs> over there. Well, Mon, you're absolutely right. Planning has to be the first thing that goes into uh, the operation here. You know, like I'd I'd give this kind of like a, a movie analogy um you know you got the pre-production you got the actual filming and then you got the post yeah there's three phases here pre-production obviously you got to plan out the date you got to know like what your time frame is you know budget depending on where you plan on taking said person um and then you know you also have to like preview that to the day to make sure they're okay with it oh so you're saying there needs mm. to be like hey monica i'm planning on doing this are you cool with that matt i'm seeing a little bit of a hesitation yeah i don't know i've never uh not that i can think of asked like is that okay with you if we do this i don't know usually i just kind of at that point i mean if i'm agreeing to go on a date and be seen in public with this person i've usually talked a little beforehand so i've kind of gotten a feel for for who they are and what they like so i will usually make it something they're interested in but i don't know a lot of my dates have been like multifaceted there's been different aspects to them so mm. it'll start out with something they like or like a restaurant they like or something like that but then i'm like a, i'm an artist so like i like to paint so then it might be i've set up canvases somewhere and we'll go paint or whatever so something like that where it kind of incorporates aspects of both of us that way i feel like that is less likely to go wrong because they they're guaranteed to enjoy at least half of it and then I'll carry the rest of it. Um, I like That's the surprise genius. aspect. I, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. This is all free, by the way, right? No one's got to pay for this. That's crazy. This is all free. Man, <laughs> y'all getting a bargain. But anyway, so yeah, I, I will 
I like the surprise aspect. I like showing up and her not knowing what is going to happen. Not in like a creepy, spooky way, in like a cool, exciting, mysterious kind of way. Um, I mean, I mean, I might give her a heads up like how to dress because you don't want, you know, you know, that can really kind of ruin it before it even gets started if she doesn't know like what she's walking into in that regard. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like I like the surprise aspect. I don't know. I got I got two things there. One of them is the whole start off with the things she likes and then we do something I like you're setting up the relationship for like a two-way street like right off the bat which is genius no one-sided relationship here of course very smart play by Matt people I appreciate it Um, and I will say I do like the surprise aspect but there's some people that just they can't handle the surprise that's true the stress will get to them that's true the thing is, though, if someone can't handle kind of the spontaneity of the uh, or spontaneity, whatever word I'm looking for, just imagine the right word was said. If people can't handle like that kind of energy, then I'm not really sure like how long term I would be like we'd be compatible. If that makes sense. I mean, there there is a time and a place for everything, I guess. But like, I I really enjoy that, like being able to just kind of go with it, and like you know, I would hope that they would trust me or I'd be able to build that trust with me that I'm going to do something that they'll enjoy and not like they won't be miserable the whole time. So they don't trust me to be able to do that. It would probably just be a better indicator that they should find somebody else that they trust more. I will say the trust factor is big when it comes to the blind date approach, like you're saying, you know, not, not laying it all out for them. Right. Um, That's true. If it's like a first date, this might not work as, as well. Because they, if they don't know you, if you just like meet them somewhere and they're like, hey, can I get your number and ask you out? They don't know much about you. It's kind of, they're already trusting you a little bit by like agreeing to spend time alone with you. So um, I would assume yeah, you might need a kind of a safer date for a situation like that. But that's the beauty of a, of a platform like this, Matt. We get to dive into all these rabbit holes. Mon, that's true. chime in over there. I know you're, you're chomping at the I- dish. I mean, do you do? Should I just leave? You guys want to do the yeah, rest? Yeah, I forgot of you were here. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a wrap. Awesome. Thanks for joining. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That was awesome. That was a very good dialogue. I okay. First of all, I think we're gonna have some DMs from girls being like, "Hey, so I would love to go on a date with this man because these sound like some pretty baller dates. Like, do you actually do that?" Yeah, yeah, the one I described is one I've actually done before. Um, so I, I've actually also planned out a lot that never happened. Um, but we're going to get to those stories later, right? Absolutely. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Yeah, I planned out a lot like that, um, that have never actually gotten to happen. So yeah, all those DMs, you can just answer and say um, that I still have plenty of ideas. So And also, they think I look like Bachelor Matt. So they right. might be a little thrown. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't see how they can be guys. thrown <laughs> at all it's basically a, a dead-on yeah. comparison yeah basically copy paste <laughs> oh my gosh <clears throat> okay so here's my other thing mm-hmm. and this is something that's out of everyone's control okay is the unforeseen events okay let's equate this to like natural disasters but date <clears throat> addition so like we're talking someone gets sick, there's an emergency call from someone, blah, blah, blah. I would like to go into an anecdote to really frame what I'm trying to say. So in high school, I went on a date with this guy to like frozen yogurt. 
we're sitting there. He gets a call and says, hey, you have your dad's keys. You need to drive home and get them back to him so he can drive his car. And this is like 20 minutes into the date. So he goes, hey, do you just wanna come with me to drop these off to my family? I'm like, I'm gonna meet your whole family on the first date? Like, this is not okay, but whatever. So I go to his house, meet his whole family, drop off the keys. And he's like, come on, let's just go to the basement and hang. So he goes down to the basement and his mom stops me before he goes to the basement and goes, thank you so much for tutoring, insert name. He's just been really struggling in math and it's so helpful that you're over here to um, help with that. Nice. nice. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? So I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like pre-calc is really hard. Like I freaking covered for this man. So then I go downstairs, ask him what that was about. And he's like, oh yeah, like that was my cover to hang out with you. I'm grounded. I'm like, okay, so maybe I'm into the bad boy type. I don't know. So then we're hanging out in the basement and all of a sudden he just like gets up and leaves. Like doesn't really say anything and like gets up and just like runs upstairs. And he comes back down after probably 20 minutes. And I'm sitting in the basement like, I don't have a car. Who's going to take me back? Am I going to have to ride with his parents back to this ice cream place? Like, what? He comes back down after 20 minutes and goes, hey, so I just threw up. Um, I'm not feeling well. Can I take you back to the place? And I was like, um, yeah, that's, that's good. That's good to go. So then he took me back to the ice cream place and that was that. So that's what I mean by external events that you can't control. Did I know that I was the math tutor? No. Did I know that he was gonna get ill? No, but hey, we had to move forward, you know? I will say Austin called me a genius not too long ago. This man that you went on a date with is a genius. He's a master schemer and planner. He had it mapped out up until the point that he got sick. So hats off to him up until then, because that is a bummer for him that he, he threw up. He definitely wasn't anticipating that, but he knew the cover story. He probably timed, you know, someone calling him about the keys. He knew exactly what he wanted was to go with it. The cover story of you being his tutor is brilliant. Terrible, but brilliant. I can't believe, I can't believe you actually pulled it off. I can't either. Genuinely. Can I can I ask how was it going before he threw up? Was it awkward? Like were things clicking? Was the throw up a cover to end the date? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, um, I we we don't know sure. at this point. I mean, this is what we do now, guys. The date was going great at both mm. interruption points, and we continued to go on dates after. Ah, so, okay. So he so actually these... did throw up. <laughs> Yeah, so none of these were red flags to you. No, surprisingly, no. I mean, I'm not I shocked. Hold like, on, he hold just like, he's mysteriously sick. He's like grounded for some unknown reason. He's lying to his parents about who you are. But this is like this is good. You're like I really like this guy. <laughs> okay, well, high school Monica was into this type of person. So what can oh, I, I gotcha, really gotcha. say? I right, gotcha, 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 gotcha. He's so, definitely got the, the bad boy appeal, I guess, that you're looking for. Yeah, apparently. I, I would like to say I'm not looking for that anymore, but mm. I'm just not going to make a comment on that. So, mm. Matt, 
tell us a story about you planning things that just did not follow through that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, so I have had a, a few instances where I had just these grand ideas of like how I thought like a whole day was going to go. Like we were going to get up and like meet early, go for a run, and then like go out to eat and get breakfast, stuff like that. Um, and I've had instances of my car breaking down. I've had, and which if you know me, that like just happened two days ago again. Um, but stuff like that, which I should be used to, I should be ready for by now, but definitely in <laughs> high school, I, I would get terrified. Like I really wanted to be able to be like, oh, like, you know, hey girl, it's all right. You just stay right there. I'm gonna, you know, take a look under, you know, under the hood and I'll, I'll just tweak a few things, figure it out and we'll be back on the road. But at 17, I had no idea what was even really going on under the hood, you know, of, of, a, of a car, how an engine really works. I know things make other things work and whatnot, but when it's steaming and smoking and whatnot, I just, I get terrified, but it's like not a cool move to like call your dad or like call like your dad's mechanic friend and be like, hey, 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 I'm on a date. So like, we got to pretend this is my idea, but real quick, you know, what, what's happening if, you know, if it's overheating or anything like that. So I've had that happen before. I've had the restaurant be closed. This is a non-COVID time. The restaurant not be open, and I did not do my research. It closed down like a month before. It was like one the of the planning, great, like, the plan, yeah, the planning, pre-production, yeah, so man. Yeah, the pre-production. I I really fell apart in the pre-production because it was a great idea in my head. I knew that she liked this place, but it was like not an actual attainable location for for a date. But in my head, I was like, oh, this is perfect that, you know, because I'd been there before, just I didn't frequent it enough to know that it closed down like over the summer. But so like that's happened before. Um, I've had dates just like straight up oversleep. So like we're going somewhere at like 11 and here it is like 12. And they're like, hey, I'm sorry. I just woke up after I had like already driven to their house and then gone back home. Because no! obviously, yeah, yeah. You believe it or not, that one, that relationship actually didn't work like continue very far after that point. That was kind of an indicator for me. That's crazy. Yeah, it did. It did go on longer than it should have after that because I thought, well, she's she's tired, you know. But then, and that was kind of there were other things and whatnot that led to this is probably just not going to work out. Um, but yeah, I've had. I feel like I've had a lot of different random things kind of pop up. I don't think anyone's ever gotten sick. Um, I don't think there's ever been any natural disasters. Though I have driven. I'm from Florida originally. And we'll get some like nasty tropical storms and stuff pretty frequently. And I guess just kind of growing up there, I didn't associate that with being like a real danger. Like I didn't, like it just happens, you know, it's just, it's pretty common. It's a lot of rain. That, yeah. It's just, you know, it's just like a, a rainy, windy day. So I've like driven home in like my old 95 Jeep and like a tropical, like a mild tropical storm with this girl. And I'm trying to like be cool about it. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to like not be nervous, but like Jeeps are boxy, especially like mine. So I'm like, I'm not doing like the death rattle necessarily, but I'm feeling the effects of the wind on the wheel. And I'm like, oh my God, like, do I pull over? That would, I feel like that would make her feel, you know, a little uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to be shady. I don't want it to seem like I'm trying to like slide, you know, like be smooth or anything. I'm really just like trying to think of her safety, but also is a very weird circumstance, but ultimately we made it home and everything, everything was fine. But that's like the only time nature has fought against me on a date. I can't really think of anything like no one's ever gotten sick that I know of. If there's a girl listening to this that I dated that did get sick, I'm really sorry. I don't remember that, but I, I cannot think of, I probably, <laughs> that sounds horrible, but yeah, I can't think of any instances of anybody throwing up or lying to me or lying to my parents or their parents about me being their tutor or them being my tutor. That's never happened before. Yeah. 
Okay, wow. <laughs> the oversleep for me is just like disrespectful. Like mm. set your freaking alarm. It's actually funny. It's happened to my older brother too. He's married now, very, very happy. Got a great wife and an awesome baby and stuff. But like when he was about my age now, maybe a little bit before that happened to him. I remember thinking like, what a chump. Like that's that would never happen to me. <laughs> And then, like, years later, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, I was, like, jokingly, like, loving with my brother, like, come on, nerd, <laughs> you know, like, come on, get over it, you know? But then, like, when that happened to me, I was like, oh, that doesn't feel good. Like, <laughs> it probably doesn't feel good to have your little brother harass you about that. <laughs> kind of a bummer. Yeah, that's not a good start to a day, especially since it sounded like a brunch date yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah. That's yeah, not really... cool. Yeah. I've definitely been in situations where I have – woken up late but not late enough where like it's ruined like just where i really have to scramble to get ready but right. never the legitimate oversleeping oh. right yeah i was crazy you know i really thought she was like looking forward to it because that was one of the ones where i had given her like an idea of what we were gonna do like it wasn't like a big mystery but i don't want to sound like i'm always victimized by like women so there have been times where i've ruined dates for sure i can think of one where this is bad I went out with like a coworker and like his girlfriend and I was like friends with them. And I had known of this, this girl that had kind of like made her interest in me known. And I, before this point did not really have like any desire to like really go out with her. Um, but I want to hang out with my friends. They said, invite someone else. And I knew she was available because she had made that point clear. Matt. So I know, I know, I know it's rough. I thought, I thought optimistically, which is uncharacteristic of me, but I thought, optimistically you know maybe like something will go because like she's been interested in me she seems fine like I don't have a problem with her it's like maybe something will come out of this and I barely talk to her I feel really bad <gasps> this is this is, I was a lot younger I know like a, more immature that. Yeah, yeah 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 I'm super mature now I was like yeah yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure but like yeah yeah it's like the but maturest like, man I've ever met in my life <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely 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 um but yeah at that point I was just thinking like It'd be no big deal and I like remember debating about it I even like told my mom like mom I don't know if I should do this and she was like well like because I mean dating my parents generation was a lot different for one so like my dad had like two girlfriends when he met my mom and it was like not a problem like he was calling because you know they didn't text or anything so it was like yeah. they were just calling each other hanging out whereas now like I realize in hindsight that I can't copy paste my dad's dating habits to mine or anything like that and I was just thinking oh we're just gonna go and hang out and like I'll see if I like her because like ideally that's what dating is, is for but it just doesn't really socially work out that way emotionally doesn't work out that way the three hours before I went and got her she I think I made her drive too ah, I'm an idiot but anyway so like the, the the time leading up to that point what I know is she's probably getting her hopes up and I was just sitting there like I probably shouldn't do this it's probably gonna affect her more than I wish that it would and I went through with it because because uh, cause I made a bad choice there, but we're good now. I, I'll have you know. Yeah, everything worked out. She's a, she's a friend now. Um, wow. I just was at a, probably more of a confused place at that point in my life where I thought that that was a good good idea. Isn't sure. that just a shame that like you can't just go on a date with a person and like not have anything come with it? Like, yes. the expectations yeah. are way too high these yeah. days. Listen. It, it, go ahead. Bring Sorry, back, go ahead, no, you're fine. Bring back casual dating. Like, here's here's the thing, and I've said this on the podcast before, and I'll say it again. If I get asked out on a date, 
I most likely am going to say yes, unless there is like this blaring reason that I'm just saying no. Because that's how you casually date people is not you hyper thinking about something being like, oh my gosh, am I going to marry this person? Blah, blah, blah. But here's where I'm going to pull, here's where I'm going to be a little hard on you, Matt. And this is just to what? men in general. What? Don't... I have a point to circle back to after this. <laughs> okay. Don't ever, and I mean ever, feel like you should ask a girl on a date because you know she'll say yes and is like interested in you when you really could give a crap. Here's why. It happened to me. I found out after we went on the date and I'm not going to lie. It really pissed me off. Don't ask me on a date because I'm a guaranteed guest. Cause you've heard through the grapevine. I'm interested in you. And you're like, Hey, what the, Hey, this girl is like not giving me drama, but my other girl is okay. This is still the same story. So nice. you go for the easy date, AKA me at the time. Mm -hmm. And then here's what really gets me at the end of our date you start talking about the girl that you really want to be on the date with to me. I so would never. that's, that's another story in itself. On the flip awesome. side, on the flip side, Monica, there were other easy yeses and I chose her. So I'm just saying like, <laughs> like maybe be honored, maybe feel special. Maybe feel like you were the one that got picked. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that'd be super cool. You know, you get to go on a date with me. How exciting. Okay. I'm, I'm joking by the way yeah I'm just kidding yeah, yeah I, bad choice bad choice I will try to I will try to see it from your perspective maybe 40 yeah years yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. for sure uh what, what were you gonna circle back to awesome. so is the notion of like not being safe just not cool going back to like driving in the tropical storm like wouldn't oh, yeah. a girl feel better if you're driving slower than like like her safety is more important like right is me being cool behind the wheel like more important than like you guys being safe like i would say at that point in my life that was definitely more of the priority was i i needed her to think i was freaking awesome and i think she did so it was worth it oh my god no, no i'm just kidding no i mean <laughs> you're right like intellectually that's one of those things we know that's one of the things like if, if you were taking like a written exam on it you would of course check like pull over put on your hazards whatever call call her dad you know <laughs> like you know but hey like you know if, if you need to like do whatever you have to do like hey There's we're not moment. gonna be home on time yeah, like yeah. It's raining out. <laughs> right. Yeah, little windy. Like, right. Well, I'm a little scared, not going to lie. <laughs> if you could come get both of us, that'd be great. <laughs> but no, like, but the thing is, you don't want to look, I mean, because dating is just a continual process of revealing yourself to somebody else and teaching them who you are. And you don't want to, you don't want to do that wrongly by, by giving off, like, I hate using this word. I'm trying to use it as little as possible, but giving off the wrong vibe, forgive me for saying that, but giving off the impression that you're like you know exceptionally fearful or you're um you know and you also don't want to teach them that like their safety is less important than your coolness but um i don't know there's just so many ways that behaviors can be interpreted i know i'm a i'm a big internalizer so i was like obsessing like that whole drive about like okay if i do this what will she think if i do this what will she think if i do this what will she think um so that was a lot of what was going on it's like exactly right like afterwards i realized just like with the story that monica was um, just bashing me for it, rightfully so but like I realized afterwards like when the emotions had settled like my desires were gone you know like it was just kind of like 
uh, man, like I really made the wrong call, just like straight up, no excuses. I just made the wrong decision there. But, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to like communicate to her that I can't handle a storm, that I can't handle bad weather, that I'm just going to like get super scared anytime any minor inconvenience happens. Because to a Floridian, a tropical storm is a minor inconvenience. So like I didn't, you know, you're communicating those things, or at least I, I thought I was at that point. Um, whereas now I would just pull over and be like, yo, let's watch some YouTube. I don't know. <laughs> like while, while the storm passes, let's, let's pull up Netflix. You got Wi-Fi out here. I don't know. So I don't know. I'd figure something else out now. But again, I was I don't know, 18 or something at that time. I guess um, the, the circumstances do play a factor, like right. how bad actually is the storm? Like, right. can they visibly understand, like, okay, this is worse than normal? Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Didn't Their vehicle either, so. operates <laughs> different than mine type of right. thing. I guess, Monica, like, what's what's your take on this? Like, the coolness or whatever. Like, I understand the balance of, like, being able to, like, <laughs> showing off your masculinity that you can drive in a storm right, x, right. xyz yeah, yeah, yeah. one thing okay. that i always do real quick is like whenever it's raining out i always try and keep my wipers like as slow as possible to think that like people don't think i'm a little like wuss in the rain because <laughs> like the people with the windshield wipers just like going like i'm like so wow what a loser <laughs> they're freaking out they're scared of a little rain what a nerd <laughs> i can't be the only one yeah, I can't no, be I the only yeah. one. No. I'm just glad that mine work, honestly. Like I said, the Jeep, yeah. lots of things go wrong. So if they're if they're wiping, I'm happy. But yeah. All right, Mon. <laughs> that was that was so accurate. You don't want to be the person that's frantically having yours on. Right. Here's what I'm gonna say. If we were in a tropical storm, and let's this is coming from an Ohio perspective, okay. Mm -hmm. And Matt is just like sitting back in his seat, like just absolutely just like arm fully stretched, trying to For be sure. a G. I would be like, Succeeded. what the frick is going on? <laughs> this guy is gonna like kill us. But here's what I'll say. If Matt had that posture of like laid back, arm completely extended, just like absolutely vibing on the wheel, but said, hey this is like really intense, but like, we're good. Like, I know what I'm doing. We're going to be fine. I'd be like, well, whether I should believe that or not, I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, totally. Noted. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't remember any communication that happened in that particular instance. I've definitely gotten better at communicating over the years, but at that point, I'm pretty sure I was just like internalizing everything. You know, every like time the wind blew one way or the other, I was just like, it's fine. It's fine. It's, I was more trying to convince myself. I knew she was there, but at that point it was just like, a, <laughs> I'm just trying to get us. <laughs> every this, man get us there. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So here's, here's another thing I want to bring up. So I don't really know how to say it. What about when the date is happening and like the conversation is really poor mm -hmm. and it's on the other person's end okay so for me that's like killer of a date like right. it will always be because I'm a big talker and if someone can't keep up a conversation I'm gonna be like dude what the heck right so I don't know like what's everyone's strategy when that happens because you can't say 
as a girl specifically, you can't really say let's leave because you most likely were the one who didn't drive. So for the guy, I feel like it's easier. But for the girl, I feel like it's just like, oh, now I'm stuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I like mean, if, it's, if you haven't sorry. even gotten your food yet, like, top luck yeah. right here. <laughs> Usually when the food comes, you know, people are eating and you're like, you make the cliche, wow, you know, this food's really good because we're not even talking type thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, as far as like a strategy, when I first started dating my girlfriend now, she was very quiet and reserved and I was very much carrying the conversation. And, you know, at the time I didn't really, I didn't think it was like too bad because like I was a pretty extroverted, like well-known extroverted person. So it's just like you find different avenues to go down, especially different between like first date versus like 50th date type thing. You know, first it, you just ask questions and listen. I've become a really good listener over the years. So, I mean, just like ask like really a small, but like full question. Okay. And you're good to go. Wow. And I take that in stride from you, Austin, because you're like one of the best listeners I know. So that's some gem advice. Okay. Matt, and you're successful, you... right? Like Austin, you're in a relationship. It's going well. So I would say almost everything I say, take with a grain of salt. Because <laughs> you're right, I'm single. So it doesn't really matter what I say next. Everybody, you can just kind of fast forward at this point, I guess. But what I would do, I, I'm an, I'm introverted. Unlike Austin, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty introverted. Monica knows when she comes to hang out with like me and my roommates, I'll often just kind of like disappear upstairs with no explanation. Because that means my social battery has run out and I'm going to go read or something like that. But um yeah I, I do know in times where i've been on a date and the conversation isn't flowing i i would like to say that that doesn't happen because i'm like a nervous talker so i'll find a way to make her feel more comfortable joking around about something um i'll like you know like pick on things about myself i guess to kind of like just you know like oh gosh you know can't believe you let me walk in here with my hair looking crazy whatever it is i don't know like i'll just try to like start something with her um, I would not make fun of the way she looks. Obviously that would just change the tone for the whole night. I'll pick on myself all night. I really don't mind. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have any, like, I don't have like a list of things I would go to. Like hypothetically, if she's feeling this way, I'll say this or whatever, but, um, there's always like go-to questions, like what Austin said, just that are kind of more thought provoking. Cause if she can't think, if she can't talk and think, then like, we, we might as well just wrap it up, like cancel the order. We'll just go home. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to waste your time. But like I do, I did go out with a girl a few times. Um, this this one's unfortunately mostly because she was really pretty and I thought out of my league. So I like put up with it, but she could not converse, like think and converse or she didn't. Maybe she can, maybe she's able. I don't want to sell her short. Maybe she's fully able. But I, if I asked her a thought provoking question, you could not really get like a thoughtful answer in that setting. It would be hours later, which you would think, oh, that's a good thing. But also- there would just be a silence. And then I'd say, well, you can just think about it. Or, you know, <laughs> like there would just be like a, a long pause. And I'd be like, like, hey, are you, is everything okay? I'm really sorry. Like, was that like offensive? I don't understand like where we're at. She's like, no, I'm just thinking, which is good. Good to be a thinker, but you gotta be able to communicate, you know, too. So I would say that's the only instance where I've run into like communication slash vibe issues where we have not been able to like talk and stuff like that. Usually I'm able to pick up pretty well and like, even if I sound nervous, I'd rather sound nervous and look kind of jittery than her feel uncomfortable, I guess. So I usually do as much as I can to like make it more enjoyable, you know, even if I've got to like pick on myself or something, just so she doesn't feel like, like I'm on a date with this weirdo and he's not talking. 
you know, because I know she'd probably internalize as much as I would. So the only time I've, like I said, the only time I've had that really go bad is when all my thought provoking questions were being like just internalized. All my lighthearted questions were like either going over her head or something. I don't know. They just, I just could not communicate with her. It was not going well. And, you know, obviously it didn't work out. So <laughs> I think my advice for the people on the other end, like not knowing how to answer is you got to have like open-ended fillers or ways to keep the conversation going instead of just like wrapping it up. Like, oh, you could think about it later. Yeah. Not saying that's the something? only thing you say, but like, right. that could be one thing. Can I share something I learned from the prophet Kanye West? Absolutely. Good. Yeah, so... So I'm a big Kanye guy. Um, and one thing he said was that when he's asked a question, when he's posed with a question, he doesn't try to say the right answer. He doesn't try to say the right thing because then he's taking a test. Um, and if he's always going through life trying to say the right thing, he's living his life like he's taking a test. And he said, when were, you know, then he goes on to say, when were we most stressed out in like grade school and stuff? Test day, like when, you, when you're taking tests. I'm a terrible test taker. So I'm totally fine with a girl saying the wrong thing. You know, I, I don't want her to try to like be perfect. I don't want her to try to sell. That's one of the reasons I hate social media, but that's a whole different podcast, I would assume. But like, I don't want her to try to sell like an image of herself to me that I'll like accept and then find out later, like, oh gosh, this is not who she is at all. And then yeah. we have to talk about that. And I try to do the same for myself. Um, I'd rather answer wrong. <laughs> and then maybe like, well, interesting. Like, but I'm glad you have a view. Like, I'm glad you're telling me the truth. And then like, even if she hears herself and is like, actually, sorry, that sounded really bad. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. Like, I'd rather just be able to talk about it and talk through it than her think like I'm quizzing her. I'm not quizzing her. She's a person. I want to find out what she thinks about, what she cares about, stuff like that. Obviously, at some point, I became interested enough to spend my time with her. And not that like my time is like, like all that valuable. I just mean like if we're going to go out, obviously, I have some level of interest in you. You're not being quizzed. You're not being tested. Like I just I want to get to know you. So. No one's oh, here to waste yeah. anybody's time. <laughs> yeah. We're not time wasters here, you know? Right. We're all trying to... We're all trying to win the game of life here. Right. <laughs> trying to, you know, find sure. the one. You, yeah. You're gonna have to ask some questions for that to happen. But I mean, like, right. Matt, Matt is yeah, coming off very think... mature and very, very smart to this. I, I think. Watch out, Matt. We're <laughs> gonna be swarming soon. Well, we haven't gotten to the the bad breakup stories yet, so we'll see. <laughs> that might even me out a little bit. <laughs> we'll see. Let's... We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think that's a great perspective of just like being willing to converse with someone and you're not necessarily like looking for a specific answer, because if that is your goal, then you're very calculated and manipulative mm -hmm. and probably shouldn't be going on dates with people. I'll just right. say it. I will say those are the guys that do go on dates, though. I haven't yes. been on a date in like close to a year because of that exact reason is I just knew that that was kind of my tendency was you know it's our culture you, you you grow towards finding ways to get people to like you finding ways to get people to accept you you can do that pretty easily it's not hard to replicate the behaviors of some celebrity or athlete or something that you like so that's one of the reasons I realized that in myself and I thought if I'm gonna try to convince someone to marry me I really want to be someone that's not twisting my, like their their understanding of me so that they'll accept me like I want them to know who I am so but I will say those are the guys who usually are going on dates who are getting the the attention and whatnot and I don't mean that in a bitter way like that's the girl's choice but those are the guys that be going on dates as the ones who know how to get people to like them sounds like the guys that are spending more money <laughs> that's true they do be spending that money too <laughs> yeah that's that's a fair argument I think as much as I want to say 
girls have it rough, whatever. Girls do it to themselves and pick guys that they shouldn't go on dates with. Guilty. We've all done it. But it's like a process. And I feel like we're all sharing what we've learned over the years. And I think that Matt, I think Austin would agree. I think you're in a very healthy place to go on a date. I really do. It would seem that way. (laughs) All right, let's make it seem not that way. (laughs) Jury's out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm very cautious. I don't want to, again, I don't want to misrepresent that I've got everything together. These are just thoughts I've had yeah. listening to Kanye West. So I don't know. Right. Don't know. I'm not, this is not, don't get it twisted. This is not right. saying you have your whole life together. I'm saying right. it's I'm saying it. <laughs> this man's well, a if cat. Say, yeah. If Austin's saying it, it must be true. I don't know. Let's just roll with that. So I'm next topic. Saying, okay. All I'm saying is to wrap this up. I think that you would be able to go on a date and be genuine. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying right. that you have your whole life together. Are you, are you asking me out right now? Yeah, that was me asking. <laughs> that was really smooth. Holy crap. Thank you. That was good. Yeah. yeah, I've been nervous the whole time to right. see it. This whole podcast isn't even real, is it? It's just like a really like drawn out way. You got your friend Austin to help you out. Very clever. Very yeah, clever. I was just too nervous. Yeah. Makes oh my gosh. Sense. Okay, anyway. I'm uncomfortable. I'm not. <laughs> I don't feel uncomfortable at all. So anyway, let's move on. I was um, Let's talk about breakups what makes them the worst ones i'm gonna go for the obvious one right here which would be one of the parties is not expecting the breakup while the other one is fully confident has been thinking about it for a minute Mm -hmm. how do we feel about this i know a lot of my guy friends we've talked about this on the cast before Guys, I think, and I'm learning girls do it too, but guys are notorious for knowing they want to break up with their girlfriend like three months before they actually do it. And I don't get that vibe. Like just freaking do it. I don't know. You want to make sure that you're not making a mistake. You want to make sure that your your feelings are valid and that the person, I mean, that you were previously planning to spend most of your life with, if not all of the rest of it, I mean, if that's your goal, is no longer that person. I feel like that takes a lot of thought. Um I guess there's also a factor, you know, when you're in a relationship, you validated by that person in some way, you know, they're, they're affirming you in some way. So you're giving that up, which can be scary because then, you know, you're returning to the single world where you're kind of just dependent on yourself and, and now some good friends for that sort of thing. But I have always planned it out. Uh, I've only been dumped once. I'll say that. Um, but I have always in those other times planned it out for quite a while. And I don't mean scripted it, but I've known the occasion that it's going to happen. I've known when I'm going to say it. I've kind of got a good idea of how I'm going to say it. Um, and, and she can usually tell I'm not good at concealing that. I wouldn't want to conceal that because that would be, I think, very scary if I'm like able to just hide my feelings. But usually I will put off that conversation until I'm ready to have it. Because yeah. if I have that when I'm too emotional, I will either, as I did in my younger years, I will either cave and I will say, never mind, we can stay together. Because if she gets emotional and says it's not fair, I want to stay with you. I'll just say, okay, I want you to be happy. That's fine. Uh, which I've done I, with the same person three, four times. Sure. Um, well, I knew, I knew it wasn't working, but I was like, I don't want her to hurt. She's got a lot going on in her life, whatever. I'll just stay with her. And I don't know what my plan was, but yeah. And honestly, I don't remember her and I ever officially breaking up. So we're still together, I guess. I don't know. Well, I was in high school, so. 
Wow. Good for me. Yeah. Holy crap. I do have a girlfriend actually. No, Let's go. No, yeah. She's she's with somebody else, but um, I just had to tell him. I don't know. I just had to tell right. him that we me and her never broke up. Yeah. So hey, uh, um, awkward combo, but yeah. <laughs> hey man, by the way, like I'm really sorry to do this, bro. Like honestly, you have no idea how sorry I am, but like she's still mine. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you I don't know what you think you're doing, but like <laughs> I never broke up with her officially. Um no, nah, but you know. So that was the only case of that. But usually I do have a, you're exactly right, Monica. Usually, at least for me, I can't speak for the male population, but usually at least for me, I have it. It's been working through my mind for a few months before that point. Just because I want to make sure I know. Yeah, that's actually really fair. I'm glad that you just said that because I think that makes me a little bit more sensitive to the issue because I guess I would rather someone think it out than it be rash. But I have seen friends not do it because they're just scared of conflict and they're lazy so I've seen both sides but I appreciate you sharing that because it kind of shows that there is a reason behind that happening sometimes so thank right. you oh you're welcome you're very welcome <laughs> okay so Austin I mean what else do you feel like either goes into the whole situation of the two people not being on the same page or like what else do you think makes a breakup rough i will say about the whole like okay hey like someone has the idea of like breaking up with someone and they don't do it immediately i think that's a good decision because you know relationships are about working together to overcome things because i mean personally i'm in a relationship to find marriage and you know like marriage is work like it's not all sunshine and roses like it's it's a process where you really have to like be 50 50 with people and the thoughts of like breakup have like come and gone but like you know you you're seeing if that you can work through certain things because you know you've seen all the good that Mm -hmm. has like come you know like the way they make you feel uh, like you know like it could be worth it type of thing so that's what i'd have to say about that um personally i have never broken up with someone i have always been dumped that's i've actually tough, been dumped like three times believe it or hey, not that just means you're loyal that just means you're loyal bro that means you'll stick around to the end that's, that's what i'm saying man <laughs> um and personally for me i've had really one really really bad breakup and honestly a lot of it is because like highly emotional like just like i don't want to talk to you anymore like i don't even want to think about you like type things just like oh and like coming from me like i was like wow i feel so betrayed like i feel so hurt like you know i mean getting broken up with is a horrible experience um I'll, I'll speak for for people who haven't yeah, had it happen I, yeah, I, I imagine that's really rough for you bro. i'm so sorry <laughs> i'd be no, like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just being honest but like yeah. it's uh and like a lot of that was because i was young i was in high school like very yeah. immature i i think when you can't like understand that like all right it just wasn't to be like be happy that you didn't waste any more time like yeah that's what that's what you have to think of because this life is long and like you got a lot of time to figure out what you like and what you don't like and like just be full that your time's not being wasted any longer is is what I would have to say for sure I've definitely had girls upset with me because I feel like I wasted like the last month of our relationship when I had decided that uh, you can't see my air quotes on a podcast I guess but decided <laughs> is is uh, more emphatic for a reason um that I 
was going to break up with them when I hadn't really come to that conclusion yet. It was just something I was mulling over. In my last relationship, I'm pretty sure I did communicate that to her. Like, hey, just, you know, these are some things I'm going through. Um, I don't necessarily need you in my ear about all of it, but I did want to let you know that this is at least where I am. So yeah. that she was, I guess, more prepared for when I dumped her. Um, <laughs> but I, I have been broken up with once. Um, so that, that I will say I'm not good at being broken up with. Um, I think I've gotten better at breaking up with people. I've gotten more respectful in doing it. Um, I've gotten stronger in doing it, but also I'm not good at being broken up with. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> so I, I think that taught me though to be more uh, sympathetic when I'm, when I'm the one doing it. But yeah, it was kind of a whirlwind, whirlwind of a relationship with this girl toward the end of the summer. Uh, pretty short-lived, maybe like close to a month. Dare but I it was say- just so... Would you call it a summer fling? It was, you know, I guess one could say that. One could come to yes! that conclusion. Yes, yes, I've yes, never, yes. I've never called it that. Um, I did care a lot about her. Um, I thought we had a lot of fun together. We briefly kind of like worked in the same, like a similar environment. So we had, we just kind of had a lot that we were doing around the same time. I was about like 18, I think at this point. Um, so I'd been, I'd been in relationships before. I went on to being more, but at this point, like I was thinking, wow, like I just met my wife and I was like idealizing our future. I, don't know, I was just getting really excited yeah. about it because of course, if it is a summer fling, that's just kind of the thing you do with it. <laughs> um, and she was a big internalizer. She, she had always intended for her significant other to be a tall, blonde, blue-eyed man who looked like a, a, a Disney prince. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the me looking like Matt from The Bachelor was a prank. I'm 5'8 and brunette. So not exactly what she pictured, um, but she liked me. I mean, she couldn't deny that. We were together for at least a short time. But I just think she always had this version of her future that she was really attached to. And when she went back to school, um, she went back to her old life at, you know, like at college and stuff. And I just think that the way she was setting herself up, the direction she was headed, I wasn't really a part of her vision, which is fine. I see that now. At the time, I just thought it was like, I thought you've been lying to me this whole time. Like I took it personally. I took it. I let my insecurities get the best of me in that case. Um, And I did. And I I had been having a rough time for a while too. So I was thinking this was like my glimmer of hope like over the year, but um, it was not, (laughs) but, um, but I was, I was idealizing it. I was thinking it was more than it was. So I took that pretty hard just because I did not really see it coming when I should have. Um, But it's funny how she did it. I went on a mission trip. And um, like I didn't have my phone for like a week. And when I got back, she had texted me midweeks. So when I got like my reception back and like all my messages started coming in, it was like a super long breakup text. And oh. I tried calling her, I tried calling her to like ask her to, hey, if you could just, let's unpack this. You know what I mean? Like you sent me, you sent me a suitcase. Like, let's just kind of, let's unpack it. Let's go through it. And she would not answer. Never heard from her again. She blocked me on everything. Um, I tried adding her, um, on like social media later i'm blocked still to this day i did try adding her like on snapchat in a very friendly way i know snapchat has shady histories and stuff but i didn't mean anything i was just like oh her name popped up on my quick ad you know we used to be close whether she likes it or not so i hit it and then she texted me one last time and was like lose my number forget i exist like i don't ever want to hear from you again which i didn't know where all that came from um i'm you know i would be honest if i knew i feel like it's maybe just she didn't like what she did she didn't like the way things went so to her it's just like a bad memory I would say over time 
people can have a way of shifting reality into their, you know, they can kind of twist it yeah. and make their and make their memories the way they want it to be. So I think she kind of villainized me a bit, which is fine. Like I'm not losing sleep over it now. Got plenty of other things to lose sleep over. So like I'm not sweating her, but I'm just saying that was that was the one time I'd been broken up with that was not a lot of fun at all. Wow. Um, that's but, yeah. wild. I think that's a perfect point number two. Don't <laughs> take it personally because yeah. that's when all the, the crap happens. Yeah. Right? The emotion. I would say the phrase, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, Mark. you go ahead. You go ahead. The phrase, it's not me, it's you. Well, as much as people hate it, it is often a big part of the problem is that people are running into their own issues. They're the conflict of the human heart. They're, they're getting tripped up on themselves. You know, it might be exacerbating that if they're struggling with something, we might be aggravating that. But generally speaking, I would say that that's not wrong in a lot of cases, or at least in my cases, it hasn't been. Like when I've broken up with somebody, it has been because I personally want different things, not because yeah. you're a failure or because you're terrible. Yeah. There have been those cases too, but not always. You yeah. did flip-flop it there. You said, it's not me, it's you. I You did mean did the I? other way around. <laughs> yeah, I probably, I probably meant the right way. Yeah. Whatever the right way is, is what I meant. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> not you, you, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. It's not me. It's not me. I'm perfect. It's <laughs> you. You're the problem. There it is. Oh it's, not, it's not you, it's me. My mistake for everybody has been confused over the last minute and a half of my rant. I'm sorry. No. I meant, it's not you, it's me. I'm just trying to keep this perfect sculpture of you, Matt. I, I mean, right. I don't want that tainting it at all. So I appreciate that so much. Someone's got to do it. Oh my gosh. Listen, that was really good. Matt, thanks for being vulnerable with that story mm -hmm. because I think it just reminds us like, I'm not perfect. you know, you got to be careful where your emotions are at. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to share my story. I've already shared it. It's a, mm -hmm. It's a shooting the breeze episode of me and Austin and I share a really emotional breakup story that happens in a vehicle. It is from September 21st, if you are curious. Um, and it's really mm. funny, but also kind of traumatic. So yeah, go anyway, give it a listen. Shoot. Yeah. Since now go you listen to, to it, baby. Come on. <laughs> go listen to it. All Come right. Monica's past, baby. Come on. Oh my gosh. You know what? I think this is a good place to wrap dare I say it and okay so Matt would you be willing to share with us something that you've been loving lately this is like your initiation to being an official podcast oh, person so pumped yeah um something I've been loving lately uh yeah so this is a weird it's probably the weirdest answer you're ever gonna get but it's not creepy I promise um that was the one rule. It's don't be creepy. Anyway, so yeah, the, the thing I've been loving lately is developing like skills and abilities, I guess, like a craft that I always felt gifted at, but I was just always so hung up on wanting to be like a jack of all trades kind of guy. I idealized the jack of all trades, man, master of none. Like I just thought like, oh, that's cool. You can do anything, but I don't want to be kind of good at a lot of things. I want to be really good at something. I want to take ownership of something. Um, and that's just sort of more in the creative world. I want to be the best graphic designer I know. I want to be the best author I know. I want to be a novelist. Um, so I'm just like, I've really been enjoying the path of like studying other people I look up to in the world, like in that world and trying to just like master it. You know, my goal is by 30, like be some idealized superior version of myself in the creative way than I ever have been. So that's kind of just seeing things that way has been something I've been loving and like developing the time carving out time in my schedule to like to be creative and to be and, and to write chapters and delete chapters and write more chapters just stuff like that because I love it I love telling stories I love uh, the power of fiction and all kinds of things like that so 
So I've been loving that because I always thought it was more of a hobby. I always thought it was more tertiary. I always thought it was kind of a waste of time, low key. Um, but now I'm, I'm very excited that that's something I've been given to be resourceful and responsible with. And I've been enjoying that a lot. Wow. That was maybe the best I've, I've loved <laughs> lately we've ever had. I might say uh, that. Oh, shucks. That's also the most uh, direct answer I've ever given you at any point up until now. And it will it return is. back to sarcasm, just so you know. Okay. But anytime you ever ask me a question, I have never honest, but that was honest. Great. I'm glad. I will go second. The thing that I have been loving lately is Panera's free coffee trial that you can do for three months. I might be having a crush on a Panera employee. Unsure. I'll have to keep everyone updated, but basically. Oh, cool. Yeah, please do. Yeah, basically, I just get free coffee from there all the time for three months and Dude. we cancel the subscription. So it's amazing. Dude, yeah. That's crazy. As the final thought wrapper up, the thing I've been loving lately, there's a store uh, north of Cincinnati called Jungle Gyms. And it's literally the biggest grocery store in the world. And like, you can get like anything from there. So I've been able to get my favorite soda. As a Southerner, you probably know what Cheerwine is. Like we don't have Cheerwine in Ohio. So I was able to pick that up at Jungle Gyms. And then I went and visited my housemate in New Jersey and they have something called Taylor ham that is really good on breakfast sandwiches, which I was able to get where like you can't get it at any other store. So just been enjoying the the pieces of culture from from an international slash national marketplace. It was really cool. Amazing. I went on a date to Jungle Gyms once, but that's a story for another time um thank you all for tuning in matt thank you so much for coming and please follow us at put a cork official or sorry put a cork in it official on instagram we are having new episodes every friday and we love you guys we are so thankful do the men have anything to say matt any last words yeah, feel free to DM me on Instagram at not Matt Mashburn. We'll go on some dates um, for a short time, and it probably won't work out. But I'd love to. I'd love the journey. Matt will be anything. tagged in the Instagram yeah. post. You will be Very able cool. to find him. Yeah, yeah. I will also, be giving him a follow. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy, enjoy both of my pictures on Instagram. They're both very descriptive of who I am. So, no, I'd like kidding, to say thanks, yeah. Matt. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And we will see you guys soon. There's a lot to do.